hello everybody and welcome to no facts with jen i'm your host jen and we're here with christina with i'm motherfucking awesome yo yes so um this is our first podcast together it is cheers cheers we got a drink y'all should have a drink too because we about to be laughing we're gonna be having a good time and a good conversation today so what i wanted to do is today i wanted to kind of go through like some dear abby and dear prudence letters like some funny ones oh my god i love those (laughs) and like we can give our own opinion instead of like trying to see what they think oh girl you know i love to get my opinion okay so this one is called this is a dear abby one from like uxpress.com and it says talkative woman gives her friend the silent treatment i'm gonna say the good one for last like oh, the okay. really good one okay. for last we're gonna, okay we're gonna work up to we're gonna work up to the good one okay this is the first one it says dear abby i'm a busy woman my friend quote unquote adele was calling me excessively on my cell phone she would call up to three times every day even when i was at work when I would take her call, she'd start questioning me, asking me what I was uh, what I was so busy with. At times, she would lecture me about things she thought I should be doing. Her perfectionism and nonstop phone calls were smothering me. I finally asked her as graciously as I could to please stop excessive calling, the excessive calling. Now she no longer speaks to me at all. We were friends for years, but the constant contact was stressing me out. Do you think I have ruined this friendship? Or is something this something that will blow over? Signed, smothered on the East Coast. <laughs> wow. I like how she called her friend Adele. Adele. Uh, Adele. <laughs> With the quotes. You gotta remember it's the quotes. Yeah, you don't wanna like You don't wanna anybody. tell the real the no. real name. It was mm-hmm. really like, you know. You know, this cracks me up. A lot of people talk about this stuff. The, you know, I've been friends with somebody forever or whatever, and now we're not friends anymore. You know, do, do people not see these memes on Facebook that talk about friends for a season, a reason, and a lifetime? Yes. Like, yes. not everybody's meant to be your friend. and Not forever. No. And I feel like, also with that situation, as a friend, you need to learn, like, how, like, what boundaries are. If I'm telling you, like... I can't be called seven times at work, then you should respect that boundary. Like, I don't feel like she asked anything that was overly... I feel, I feel like probably that boundary wasn't set to begin with. Yeah. So, like, she used to take her friend's advice and stuff like that, and then you know, now she's like, I don't want it, and her friend is probably like, uh, this is not how our friendship was. I can only... So, I can say from experience that I understand both sides. Okay, so I had this friend. We'll call her Adele. (laughs) (laughs) I had this friend, Adele. And um, she was way clingy. Like, she would want to stay at my house all the time. She just wanted to hang out with me all the time. Why are you talking about me? me. I'm not talking about (laughs) you. No, it's not you. It is not you. She would call me all the time. Like, I mean, like, nonstop. Even when she knew I was busy. And so then, at this time, I was a different person. So I felt like I couldn't, I didn't, first of all, I didn't set those boundaries in the beginning. And then secondly, like, I didn't set boundaries, like, during the friendship. So 
she thought it was always okay to just pop up whenever or and it was so oh my gosh it was so annoying she did not understand like I need my space and it got to the point because I would not voice myself that I would push her away and that's not the right way to handle it either but like I can see both sides like me and that girl aren't me and Adele aren't friends anymore but we have like a big blowing out that's that's neither here nor there, but I think I think I you feel know. like I feel like you alluded to the reason why these friendships end. It's because you weren't you were a different person then. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes in our lives, you know, we grow and if people don't grow with us, you know, we can't let them anchor us down and keep us, you know, going back. And I've had a lot of similar situations to that too, you know, where and I talk to people all the time about this this period of my life, the dark period. Um, I was a really shitty person. And, you know, hurt people hurt people, and I was hurting. So I was attracting a bunch of hurt people who were just as shitty as me. And then when I started to grow, I did something similar to you. Like, instead of just, like, telling them I don't want to be your friend anymore, which, honestly, you can't even do that. Like, that's not even okay anymore. Like, I can't just say, hey, I don't want to be your friend. They'll be like, well, why not? I... I don't like you anymore. And then they like, they want a whole laundry list of why you don't like them, but whatever. Um, And I started being passive aggressive towards this person and towards a couple of people. And one of them called me out on it. Like she called me, she's like, you're not being a really good friend to me. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And she was like, what? What do you mean? And I'm like, I'm not being a good friend to you. And she was taken back by that. And I was like, you know, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And instead of just telling you, I was being passive aggressive and that's not okay. And like, she was really upset. And I think that's another thing that um, really bothers me is that we're in this scarcity mindset in the world now. So if somebody wants to date you, wants to be your friend, wants to sleep with you and you don't want the same, they're like, well, why not? Now I've heard that nobody else has been asked that, but I have a lot on all three of the occasions. Uh, I've, yeah. had, I've been asked that too. Like, why won't you sleep with why me? Why not? Why don't because you like me? Because I don't want to. Because I don't like you. Because you're not cute. Like, what do you mean? Well, not only that, relationships are special. Yeah. I'm not meant to be friends with everybody. I'm not meant to have a relationship with everybody. I'm damn sure not meant to sleep with everybody. So, you know, I think it's it's not about why not, but we have to understand that these people that are getting upset, they're hurt. They're hurting and they have problems and, you know, but is that our problem? Nope. And I know that sounds so mean. Nope. It's but, not though. It's not, it's not our problem. That's a them issue. But I'll tell you what, I was really lonely for a long time because I cut, I started cutting off friends that weren't healthy for me and I had no friends, but it was worth it because now that I have come into my own and I've started setting boundaries, um, and having the courage to tell people that something's bothering me and if they respond appropriately our friendship just gets stronger so you know if if anybody is like afraid to be lonely it's worth it just be lonely for a little while be your best friend that's so funny because that reminds me of when uh we had a mastermind so me and christina are in this mastermind group together so we like marvelous (laughs) mastermind (laughs) Let's be clear. And so we're in this group, me, her, and our friend Tiffany. And I remember one day we were meeting over near, like, the rim or something. And you were, like, really pissed because we were late. And I had no idea. Like, I was like, what is going on? And you, like, voiced, like, hey, this is what's bothering me. 
And so I was like, oh, okay. So, like, I feel like whenever you're, like, friends with somebody, it's always best just to be up front with somebody. Don't be passive. Don't be aggressive. But be, like, right in the middle, assertive of, like, what you need out of the friendship and what you expect. Well, y'all were super apologetic when you first showed up. But I think what, what needed to happen was me to have my voice. Right. I needed to say how I felt about it instead of you guys assuming what I feel about it. And I needed to get that off my chest. And that's the other thing that people don't realize is that if we don't know the full truth, we fill in the blanks. Right. So, like, if you don't communicate with your friends or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your lover, your kids, whoever you have a relationship with, you're wrong. Because they're just going to assume the worst based on past life experiences, and that's not fair to them. Right. But it does take a lot of courage. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. It does. All so. Right. You ready for the second yeah, one? Yeah, what do we got next? Oh, God. Whoever that was, man, girl, don't worry about that girl. Get you some new friends. <laughs> That's my advice. Come be my friend. I'll be your friend. <laughs> Get you some new friends. I'm an awesome friend. Okay. Which one is this? Okay, so this one is called... This is um, from Slate.com. Um, it's a Dear Prudence. It's the same kind what is, of concept. Why is it Prudence? Is she prude? Her name is Prudence. Is her name... I guess. Oh, I, it's not about being prude, though, right? Because that's not going to fly Prudence. with me. I don't know. I guess... I, I don't know. I like that name anyways because I'm a big Charmed fan. Original Charmed. Oh, her, her name is Prudy, or I guess her name is actually Prudence. Anyway, this one is uh, called Naked Fear. Naked Fear? Naked Fear. I like talking about being naked. I like being naked. Me too. <laughs> and we, maybe we should do a no pants episode. Right. Maybe we should do, like, nobody will know, but we'll just tell them we don't have pants on. It's a no pants what do you podcast. Do? You don't have on pants now. <laughs> Shh, why are you telling them? <laughs> Okay, okay. Dear Prudence, I'm a 25-year-old man facing the biggest crisis in my life as I am going to get married. My brief background makes clear my distress. When I was around 10, my female cousin around the same age and I used to sleep together. On one such occasion, her hand accidentally touched my thigh and felt something. Oh, see, look, I was thinking they were sleeping together. No, they were they were sleeping. Oh, no. <sighs> sleeping. No, it was... Oh. Well, that's what it said to begin with. So I just, you know, want to clarify. She asked me what it was in my childish euthanism. Did he call it a willy? I opened my shorts and she saw my erect penis. He didn't call it a willy or something? I don't know what he called it. (laughs) He he hasn't said yet. Uh, She got excited and started rocking it, saying she has been able to see my shame shame. Why you gotta call it a shame? Penises can be beautiful. That might be one of my old lady things that I do. I'm gonna make like a an exhibit of like sculptured penises. I'm sure you wouldn't be the first one. Nah, but I'm gonna do it as an old lady. And I'm gonna have like real models. I'm just gonna take like molds of their penises and shit. I mean- <laughs> You know that reminds Have you ever watched Sex in the City? Uh huh, of course. I know what I did. My first naked picture. You know, when Charlotte and she like met up with that painter and he painted her vagina because he was doing like an art show. Oh my god, I don't think I remember that episode. Oh my gosh. And then they had like at the end of the episode, they had to, um, they were like, you know, the exhibit was there and all her friends were there, Carrie and all them, Samantha. And they were trying to figure out which one. (laughs) (laughs) 
have a fascination with vaginas too. They're all if you all didn't know, vaginas are just as unique as penises. I've researched it. They are. They are just they as unique. Are. They are. I'm telling you. And then like Oh my god, yeah. No, I just, I think penises are awesome. Yes. They're so okay, unique. Okay, okay, okay. Back on the shame, shame. Back on the shame. No, it's, it's a willy. We're gonna, he call, he, she called it a shame, shame. I'm gonna need her not to call it that. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You got a dick, you got a dick. <laughs> Later, in the same excitement, she told all this to her mother as though it were some achievement on her part. For this, both of us got... That's some courage right there. No, they didn't sleep together like... The I know, but she told her mama that she saw his dick. <laughs> that's some curry, that's some balls. She's got balls. Okay, for this, both of us got a good spanking with a warning that Ooh, it is spanking. In- Maybe they didn't like it. With a warning that it is indeed shameful for boys and girls to see the shame, shame of one another. As I grew older, I saw the same notion being reinforced in various situations. But the situation I'm going to get into demands that the shameful be considered desirable. I have no idea how a grown-up young lady reacts on seeing a penis. Pray. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Pray, tell me whether uh, she would feel shameful, angry, shocked, or worse still mock at my shame chain. It all depends on what it looks like. How do, how do I even face the blasphemous prospect of her having to touch it with her hand? I do not see... Any escape from the situation I find in myself, I would feel extremely relieved if I am able to have a response. Please save me. Okay, so first of all, what the fuck is wrong with your parents? I like, don't think it was her parents. I think it was her cousin's parents. I don't care whose parents it are. Why are you making me feel ashamed? First of all, why, why are you teaching your children to, to call be ashamed? I know, their body parts. It's a penis, okay? It, oh man, girl! One time I took Serenity. Okay, so you know the um, San Antonio Art Museum downtown. <laughs> so they have that like Greek area. Oh my god! <laughs> With a tiny dick yeah, and it was like a naked man. Like there's a big old naked man as soon as you go in, and she's like, "Mommy, what is that? Tell me, tell me why the Greek like the Greek." Statues have like tiny dinglings. Like, like I want smallest. Are they growers like, or showers? Like sausage. Wait, wait. What is your advice for uh, Mr. Shame Shame? Oh, for Mr. Shame Shame, dude, don't be ashamed of your dick. Like, just, just go with it. Uh, it, it, it. You need to get some therapy. That's what I was gonna say. You need to get some therapy. First of all, they scarred you as a child. Yeah, so that's like, why, as an adult, you're kind of messed up now. You need to go see a therapist. So I, I t- and then on top of that, like, you need to teach your kids the correct terminology because that's what I teach my kids. Like, it's not. A cookie or whatever. Oh, see, I call, things, I call things funny things. I call it a hoo ha, and my well, kids call it a hoo ha too. It's a matter of fact. When my kids were little, they were in daycare and they called their thing a hoo ha. And the daycare bar is like, "Did you teach your kids to call it a hoo ha?" I'm like, "Yes, I did. It's a hoo ha. It's a vagina." And it's then on top of that, it's like, "Okay, these are breasts or boobs or whatever you want to call it." This is we call vagina. them titties. That's a dick. That's a penis. Whatever you want to call oh, can it. We talk about, can we talk about titties for a minute? Oh, Lord. I'm going to embarrass the shit out of my kids. titties. I'm going to embarrass the shit out of my kids. So my kids get jealous of each other's titties. So one of my kids is not very big at all. And go, she's going to be so mad at me. And when I, when I realized that her sister that's two years, uh, that's three years younger than her, two years younger than her, needed a bra and like she would not go bra shopping and I measured her, 
she was not small. And she didn't want to have boobs. So her sister was like, man, this is fucked up. Like, how's she going to have big titties? And I got no titties. And I want titties. And then my, my kid, who was like six at the time, she's like, well, I got zero titties. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh Look, gosh. y'all, I know it sounds vulgar or whatever, and don't, you don't have to be as vulgar as me, but be open with your freaking kids. Don't make them feel ashamed of their bodies. Like, tits and ass are sexy, and dicks can be sexy, and vaginas can be sexy. Dicks like, can also be ugly. So, yeah, they can. So don't. Like, y'all, if y'all got, like, a fucking. You may be asking for dick pics, but there are people in this world that don't want unsolicited unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, don't, don't, do that. don't send them unsolicited, but I'll take them for research purposes. Christina at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but look, like I'm gonna say this. Like you ain't gotta get rid of all your hair, but if you got a whole fucking forehead yeah, going down okay. there, first of all, this it makes like... you, it makes your dick look small. <laughs> so just kind of, you, you know, you got clippers, right? Get another set of clippers that are like twelve, fifteen dollars, and trim that shit. If it looks like you have buckwheat in a leg lock between your legs, you need to get just, it together. Just trim it. Before we go on, I, I like talking about dick. Have you ever seen like a super tiny one? Did you have to hold your tongue? Did you have to hold your tongue? You know how you just make a face like. Mm-hmm. I had it happen to me, and like I'm so glad I wasn't super drunk because it would have came out. But in my head, I was like, "Oh, that's so cute." Oh, I'm glad you didn't. Just want to crush his ego that he has. Like, it's so cute. And then, and then the next thing, and then I'm like, okay, I got, so I'm about a gratitude, right? I'm like, let me think of something to be grateful for. Oh, I won't choke on it. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Girl, but I don't want it to be so small that I'm literally washing the paint dry. Like, it needs to be elegant. They better have some other games. I want a, a, for me, I'm a medium-sized one. I just want a. You want your ass all right, all right. So I'm sorry. Ready to go to yeah. <laughs> you have to bring up dicks again. This is what it's going to take, like 20 minutes of fucking conversation with me. All right, all right, all right. We're going to go to the last one. This is also from Slate.com. This is another um, Dear Prudence. Now, I, I think I saved the best for last. This one is... I don't like her name being Prudence. People talk about dicks and shit with her. It's her name. I ain't prude at all. I ain't prude either. Uh, this one is called Brotherly Love. I don't know. I think I told you about this once and you I don't know. I don't remember. I, I brought this up and it was like a difference of opinions on this one. That's why I wanted to bring it up again. Okay. Dear Prudence, my fraternal twin and I, both men, are in our late thirties. We are always extremely close and shared a Why you gotta read it up. like that? Because that's how I wanna read it. <laughs> when we were twelve, we gradually started experimenting sexually with each other. After a couple of years, we realized we had fallen in love. Of course, we felt guilty and ashamed, and we didn't dare tell anyone that what we were doing. We hoped it was just a phase, that we'd grow out of it, but we wound up sleeping together until we left for college. We knew this could ruin our lives, so we made a pact to end it. We attended schools far apart and limited our contact to family holidays. But we never fell out of love with each other. So after graduation, we moved in together and have been living very discreetly as a monogamous couple ever since. I'm not writing to you to pass moral judgment on my on our relationship. We're at peace and very happy. Our dilemma as is, you should be. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> our dilemma is how to deal with our increasingly nosy family and friends. 
They know we're gay and we live in a state where same-sex marriage is legal, so we're getting pressure to settle down. I feel we should continue being discreet for the rest of our lives and blow off their questions. It's nobody's business and I fear, fear they would find our relationship shocking and disgusting. My brother, though, is exhausted with this charade. He thinks that if we get the family together with the therapist to talk through the issues, they'll eventually accept it. I think he's out of his mind, but I also want to make him happy. Is this one of those times when honesty is not the best policy? If so, how do we get everyone to stop worrying we will die alone? I'm also concerned about the legal implications of this. Would the therapist be required to report us to the authorities? Could we go to prison? Signed, Tired of the Greek Tragic Comedy. That's, that's the end of it. Girl, hell no. Hell no. To the I'm sorry. I'm on the other side. Sleep with your fucking brother. That's fucking nasty. Who decided that was nasty? So think about it. When human beings first started, let's just say that we were only a few. We were all related. Okay, we not, though. We not. We living in 2020. Like, and it's not like they all the six so, million people were is You can't find somebody that you weren't in the womb with. So here's, here's my thing. I want people to live their best life. And if that's their best life, then they can do that. Now, here's the thing that I, only the reason why I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to have, like, incestuous relationships like that is because of the potential of birth defects. Now. They ain't having a baby together. It's still gross. You're ha- you and they're they're, ter- they're twins. So what? yourself. That's, that's, like, that's like the purest love ever. You Absolutely love yourself. not. I have Absolutely sex not. with myself all the time. What's wrong with that? Okay, but do you have sex with your brother? Oh hell no. Exactly. Exactly. Would you ever have sex with your brother? No. Okay. Exactly. But both. So wait, does my my relationship with my brother does not equal their relationship? Yeah, but who is it hurting? Who is it hurting? It's gonna hurt their family when they find out. That's who it's gonna hurt. Cause I'm sorry if I had some kids and they said they fell in love with each other, I would die. You know what? Right it, hurt my, it hurt my it's family. Right you know the little X for eyes, like bitch. I know, but it hurt my family when I was fucking around with black dudes. That's different. I, but I'm just saying, like it still hurt my family. That's different. I guess I still get picked on it for it. I'm 40 fucking two years old and I still get picked on for it. Oh, well, they got grandkids now. They just better deal with that shit. I am an equal opportunity dater. Uh, I am when it's not my family. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, let him live his life. Let them both live their life. Nah, y'all nasty. <laughs> against us but what cracks me up when you go look at like Bi- I know but when you go look at Bible stories like you're fucking your, your relatives yeah, because there's only a few true. people but it's a different time there's other people we know that look I'm not gonna say that they don't have problems cause I don't know maybe they have problems and they have intimacy issues with other people and trust shit like that if y'all got those problems and that's why y'all together you need to get help but if you just love each other fucking let them be they're gonna go like get some girl to have a baby for them anyways who cares it ain't impacting you it's still nasty 
It's still nasty. I'm not gonna agree with that. Mm -mm. You can sleep with somebody. Sleep with who you want. That's not just not your brother. Family. Apparently, just not, not your brother. Your brother man. Not your cousin. <laughs> not your sister. Gotta remember, this is no facts. You make your this own facts in life. This is no facts. Exactly. Give our opinions. We do what we want here. So, I got a lot of fucked up opinions, y'all. Just saying. That's why I have her on here. That's why I have her on here. Like, I'm like, can we talk about a different subject so I can really tell you what I think? Oh, girl. So, we're going to have to say that for the next one, though. We're going to say that for the next one. Next one. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is fun. All right, guys. Well, you got anything else to say? Nah, I'm Christina from My Motherfucking Awesome. Yeah. Uh, write me at nofactswithjen at gmail.com. Or you can go to my website and there's an area where you can fill out a form and give it to a, me and we'll talk about it on our next one. So, that's it. Maybe we should start a column. Dear dear Jen and Christina. Dear Jen and Christina. Christina! What, we're now a couple? Like, we're like a celebrity fucking couple now? Well, you're not my sister. Yeah, that's true. We could, we could, we could be lesbian lovers, but I'm not sure your man would like that. He's already he jealous of me. He would be so mild. He Y'all, he is jealous of me. I don't think already. he's jealous of you. Bullshit, he's he be, not. He'd be always be jumping in our conversations when we're on the phone. He's jealous of me. He's worried. I don't think he's jealous, but... He's jealous. He's not jealous. He's just himself. Hi! Hey, Jennifer's boyfriend! Hey! All I right. love you. This is y'all. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week.